Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's time for our Monday Morning Discipleship Podcast. Monday Morning Discipleship, we like to come on each and every Monday and try to give you something to supplement uh, what you may have heard on Sunday morning. Before we get back to our series, let's give you our announcement very quickly. If you would uh, if you enjoy what we do here on the Purpose and Beyond podcast, we do invite you to become a sponsor, to consider becoming a sponsor of this podcast. You can do so by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash purpose and beyond to check out the different levels of sponsorship that we offer, some as low as $5 per month. Uh, we will be offering exclusive content and merchandise at select levels for our patrons. We do this as a labor of love. And as an extension of our ministry, but a little support will go a long way in support of the hours of work that it takes uh, to bring you three podcasts per week. So, again, if you would like to be a sponsor of the Purpose and Beyond podcast, you can do so by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash purpose and beyond. Any level of support that you give us would definitely be appreciated. And as always, at the end of the podcast, we'll tell you about more traditional ways uh, that you can sow into uh, this particular arm of our ministry. So let's get back into our series. We've been in the series, uh, Perfect Peace in an Imperfect Life. And uh, let me pull it up. Uh, you all know that I'm bad at this. And I think we're in week number six. So I want to make sure that we get it right. But uh, Perfect Peace in an Imperfect Life. Perfect Peace in an Imperfect Life. And uh, yes, we are in week number six. So so y'all <laughs> appreciate y'all bearing with me there. I left off uh, last week and I was talking about uh, I'm, I'm going to share a couple of verses with you and then I'm going to go back to overcoming your Pharaoh. Um, that's how we're going to handle it this week. Um, you know, I was talking at the end of last week's podcast. And one of the things that I brought up, I said, listen, I said, well, you're in a place of worry. And uh, I've brought this up in Bible class since then, not just a place of worry, but let me say it in a place of attitude or anger with God about your imperfect situation, right? And we're trying to find perfect peace. If you're in a place of, of anger towards God in this moment, it's going to hinder your praise and your service. And I mentioned that at the end of uh, the, that, that's something that came up in the book, uh, Overcoming Your Pharaoh, when I said, listen, while you're worrying, you can't properly praise God and you can't properly serve him while you're worried. But I've amended that as well, because as we've been dealing with in this series about having perfect peace in an imperfect life, simply meaning, how do I find peace when things seem to be going wrong left and right in my life? And uh, I left off at the end of that last week when I said, listen, you can't even serve God properly when you're at odds with God. And I gave you the example. I said, listen, I said, if there's somebody in your life and y'all ain't right, you don't necessarily want to do anything for that person. Now, now listen, uh, children aside, because you ought to do for your children no matter what, you ought to do for your spouse no matter what, even though we know some people don't. But I'm just talking about in, in, in terms of other relationships, right? If y'all ain't right, it's hard for you to do for one another. And I said last week, this is why you got to settle stuff so that we're not giving halfway. But in relation to what we're talking about, when things are not great in your life and you're arguing with God about it, when you're mad about it, or, or let me just say it like this, when you're too focused on that, 
right? That's what we're going to talk about in just a second in Scripture. When you're too focused on the problems of life, how can you really serve God properly? You, you, you're not going to, listen, you're not going to walk around focusing on a, a head full of problems and still have a mouth full of faith. If you focused on your problems, now I'm not saying that you don't have problems. I mean, even before the recording of this podcast, I was praying mightily to God, right? About some things that, that, that are going on in my life. And I said, Lord, I need you to do something here, right? And so, but even in that, once I got done, here I am recording this podcast. Because even in the midst of all that, I said, I got to go back and finish my work. There's a lot of things that we're working on. I think I mentioned to you all, all uh, already, and, and we're going to do a special podcast about it. We're launching a church in January of 2022. There's a lot of work that has to be done. So when problems and situations exist in my life, I can't be more focused on that than I am on my service and my worship to God. Because it is, in fact, God who is I'm, I'm expecting to take these imperfect things in my life and give me peace about them. And again, as we've been dealing with this, the key here is I want God to give me peace. Now, that peace may come with him changing it or working it out or whatever. But that peace may also come with God saying, you're going to learn how to deal with this. This is a fact of life. And so let, let me do this before I go back to overcoming your Pharaoh. Um, again, as I was sitting here thinking and, and praying and meditating and reviewing last week's podcast, uh, because I often try to review the week before uh, so that we can pick up in the same place. Uh, the Lord led me again. I was trying to, to, to rattle around scripture in my head. And then let me say this. This is what preachers do. Sometimes we get lazy. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes we say, Lord, I don't feel like cracking open and digging right now because I want to do this. I want to do that. God, can you just give me a word very quickly? And let me tell you that sometimes God will just say, you know what? I'm going to spare you tonight. I'm going to give you this scripture. But next time you need to make sure that you go get your own scripture. Go dig in this right there in the word. But anyway, anyway, before I started here and I was thinking about that, like, like how, again, we, we have it. We, we have these issues sometimes with God. And, and, and my pastor said this in a sermon that he preached earlier today. Uh, he said, sometimes we get mad at God for just being God. And that's a powerful statement. He said, listen, he, sometimes God is just, you know, doing God things. And we get mad at God for just doing God type things. And so uh, before, uh, before we, we came on, I want to read this scripture in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. And one of the things that we have to remember, again, is like I said, it, it's, it's all right for you to have questions and all that good stuff. But when you let these things, and as we talked about in Overcome Your Pharaoh, we were dealing with worry, what I call spiritual anxiety. And uh, we let these things dominate you. You can't serve God properly. Now, you, 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 you know, you, you're mad at him right now. You, you don't want to do nothing for him. If you're in worry, you, you, you're too stressed about all the stuff that's going on that you can't really give God your all because you, you're looking at God in one direction, but you're trying to look over your shoulder in the other direction, right? So this, this Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, let me read it from the New King James Version. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, 
looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. How does that read in New Living Translation? Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Let's let's deal with this right here before we move on to uh, some some thoughts on overcoming your fear or going back to that chapter 10 on spiritual anxiety. This cloud of witness. Now, again, this this is a you got to read your Bible. You got to go to chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11 is the faith chapter of the Bible. And it tells you all of these, as we call them, the, the we sometimes we call it the faith hall of fame. These champions of faith. These people who had this faith in God. You know, Abraham and Moses and and some of these other people that were mentioned in chapter 11, you know, and the things they had to go through, but they endured them because they had faith in God. Right. And so this is what they talk about in that cloud of witness. But then here's the critical thing, y'all. As we talk about perfect peace and an imperfect life, the, the book of Hebrews says, let us strip off new, new living translation. Let us let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially especially the sin that so easily trips us up. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down. Now, sometimes we will read this verse again, New, New King James Version. It says, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easy, easily ensnares us. And sometimes we read these scriptures and we just kind of go right through them. Right. Instead of checking out that comma there. When the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes. The race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong. And I always pointed out the fact that we were misquoting that scripture. The race is not to the swift or strong. We say, we say that right. Sometimes we say it to condense things, to make it fit. But I said, it's important that we, we quote the scripture right. The race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, which lets me know there's a race and a battle. Right? This text here in Hebrews 12 Again, it says, let us strip off New Living Translation. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And what the writer in the book of Hebrews is letting you know is that everything that slows you down, everything that keeps you from running your race of faith is not sin. Everything that, that, that distracts you from running your race of faith, it's not necessarily sin. So what do you mean when you say that, Reverend Jackson? Because if it's not sin, that means that it's all right with God. And how could that be a problem? Listen, you could be doing things that are good for the, for the community. That ain't what God told you to do. You could be out doing plenty of things. And you say, there's nothing wrong with this. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it as an act. But it ain't what God told you to do. Right? And so that's an example of, of even doing good things, but 
not necessarily what God told you to do. I mean, I'll explain it like this, even in my profession. There are some people who preach just because they want to preach. And they just want to be able to do what preachers do. Right. And then they want to do all that stuff. And somebody could say, well, well, what's wrong with somebody just wanting to preach? I mean, if they're preaching the gospel and they're preaching the good news, isn't that a good thing? Well, yeah, it is a good thing. But did God call you to preach? Or did he call you to do something else? You spent a lot of years, um, you know, doing something other than your call. And it might be beneficial to the world, but God's like, well, it's great, but I didn't ask you to do that. This is what I want you to do. Just, I mean, just as a side note, this is often a conversation I have with people about purpose. Reverend, I'm trying to figure out uh, what I'm created to do. Well, well ask God, well, well, this is what I really want to do. Well, that, not, that may, may not be your purpose. And it doesn't mean that God won't allow you to do it. It may not be your purpose. So anyway, let me go back to the scripture here. Kind of rambling there. Let us strip off every weight. This worrying about life not being perfect is a weight. You stressing about life not being perfect is a weight. It is a weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, on you. And, and, and God is saying, listen, as we talked last week, 1 Peter 5 and 7, cast your cares upon me because I care about you. God didn't tell you to worry about your stuff. God didn't tell you to stress about life. We, we, we're looking at it and we looked at it also in Matthew 6. God didn't tell you to do any of those things. He said, let me take the worry off of you. And how do you take the worry off of me? By again, laying aside the weight and running your race. In the midst of running your race, trusting God. Let me do a verse two very quickly before we go to overcome your Pharaoh. Again, we talk about how do we run this race? We do this. This is why I love the Bible. Because you're reading this stuff and you say, well, well, how do I do that? Well, you keep on reading and answer your question. Verse two says, now, now again, it talks about us laying aside the weight in verse one, especially the sin. They said, especially the sin because the sin gets you tripped up. And then in verse two, it says, we do this. This is how we do it. By keeping our eyes on Jesus. The champion who initiates and perfects our faith. New King James Version says the author and the finisher of our faith. The Bible goes on to tell us that Jesus, uh, uh, you know, even though circumstances were surrounding him, look at what it says. It's because of the joy awaiting him. He endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Jesus said all the stuff that comes with the cross, the shame that comes with the cross, the pain that comes with the cross, the ridicule that comes with the cross, and all of these things that we go through as Christians sometimes, not like Jesus did, but there's suffering that, that, that comes with being a Christian. It's stuff that we have to go through being a Christian. But Jesus said, I'm looking past all of that. And I know that there's joy on the other side of all of this stuff. If I can get y'all to think like that, when you're thinking about perfect peace and an imperfect life, just know that there's joy on the other side of all this stuff. I know it don't feel like it right now when you're going through it. But listen, I've shared this with y'all before. I've lived long enough to have been suffering through something. When I got to the other side and I said, oh, there's joy. Thank you, Jesus. 
There's joy on the other side of this thing. If we just hang on in there. Jesus says, I know that there's shame associated with this cross and all this stuff, but there's joy on the other side of this. And so let's go to overcoming your fear. I hope that made sense. Let's go to over, overcome your fear because it kind of ties in with what we're talking about today. And, uh, you know, with the time I got left, I, I want to make sure that I, that I cover uh, uh, these last couple of paragraphs in, in, in this book, in this section here. And we're going to do that over this week and next week. Let me read this. Let me read this part because I left off last week talking about that first Peter five and seven. When I said, cast your cares upon him, he cares for you. Let's read. Let's go back to spiritual anxiety. This is the section uh, where I asked the question, have you forgotten how much he loves you? It says it was often lost. I want you all to catch this now. What's often lost on us when we're looking to God for rescue is all the things that aren't happening to us. We get so caught up on what God hasn't done, how he hasn't moved and what we're waiting, uh, uh, what we're waiting to be released from. That we forget to glory in the fact that we're being kept in the midst of the storm. We lose sight of the fact that even as we're going through, God is, in fact, pulling us through. We're in a circumstance, but he's there with us making sure that the damage isn't much worse. Whether we realize it or not, God not only has saving power, but he also has keeping power that is just as valuable. I want y'all to know, again, and I say this and I'm not being arrogant, but but, but this thing blessed me. Sometimes I look at back, I look back at some of the things that God allows me to write and I and I, you know, I'm overwhelmed. Because I know that's not that's not that's not my brilliance or anything. That is the Holy Spirit. That is the Holy Spirit saying, here, write this. I, I don't take any credit for this. But listen, I said what's often lost, it's often lost on us when we're looking to God to rescue us, when we're looking to God for rescue, rather, is all the things that aren't happening to us. I want you to know something. Again, that this is this is something that I always I'm always trying to help people do. When they're focused on this is going wrong, that's going wrong, this is going wrong, that's going wrong. Why do I have to deal with this? Why do I have to go through this? Why do I have this imperfect life? And I'm always having to bring people back and say, do you know how much stuff ain't happening to you? Do you know how much stuff God is keeping you from? I know this is happening to you, but have you ever thought about what's not happening to you? Have you ever thought about the fact that an avalanche of, of, of stuff could be upon you. Right. It, it, listen, I, I've dealt with some people. You have probably dealt with it before that some people who will come to you and they will tell you about every little thing that's going on in their life. They'll complain about every little slight or every little this or that that's going on in their life. And you dealing with stuff 10 times worse. And you sitting up there looking at them like, oh, my God, I, I wish all I had was that. But I got this going on right now. Right. Some of you can identify with that to where you were you were carrying something heavy. Dealing with something rough and somebody comes along in your life and they make it seem like whatever they're dealing with is way worse than what, and what you're dealing with is 10 times worse. And it's not that whatever they got going on don't matter, but perspective matters. 
I'm saying all that to say this, that the person that's complaining and they don't have as much as you or I might go on or we complain to somebody and we don't have as much as the next person's going on. We ought to be thinking about the fact that, you know, all this is happening to me, but all of that could be happening to me. You see some of the struggles that people have in life. Turn on your TV every now and then. You see some of the struggles that are happening in, in people's lives and it should put it in perspective. To say, I got some stuff going on, but it ain't quite that. And I'm often trying to help people again as, as, as they're going through whatever they're going through. To make sure that they understand. I'm not trying to diminish what you're going through. But I'm telling you that a whole lot of other stuff could be happening to you at the same time. And so as we talk about this, right? Keeping that, when I, when I mentioned earlier in this book and, and on previous podcasts. When you get focused on all that other stuff, it's going to hinder your praise. These are things you don't want. Let, let's look at it again. Again, so I said this. I said, you got to make sure that you understand what's not happening to you. We get so caught up on what God hasn't done, how he hasn't moved, and what, and what we're waiting to be released from, right? That we forget to glory in the fact that we're being kept in the middle of the storm. Y'all see that? We get so caught up in what God hasn't done yet how he hasn't moved and what we're waiting to be released from that we forget to glory in the fact that we are being kept in the midst of the storm. My life is a mess. God It's imperfect. It's not good. It's not that. And so on and so forth. Listen, the bottom hasn't fallen out yet. And some of you might feel like the bottom has fallen out. But I'm trying to tell you right now, it could be worse. We lose sight of the fact that even as we're going through, God is in fact pulling us through. Right. We're in a circumstance, but he's there with us. Making sure that the damage isn't much worse. Whether we realize it or not, God not only has saving power, but he also has keeping power. That is just as valuable. We're going to park right here because we'll pick this up on next week right here in the middle of overcoming your fear if the Lord says so. But listen, we lose sight of the fact that even as we're going through, God is the one pulling you through. And again, as we when we talk next week, we're going to go to the end of this, uh, this, this, this uh, section here. And we'll talk even more about how, listen, as, as I mentioned Jesus earlier. He says, I, there's this glory on the side of all the suffering that I'm going through. So I'm going to go through it because there's glory on the other side of it. And we're sometimes missing the glory. Because we're caught up in the circumstance. And I'm not saying caught up in the middle of it. I'm saying caught up in terms of our focus. So focused on the circumstance, the issue and all the stuff that ain't right. And we forget to keep our mind stayed on a God who is right. Even as you're going through, he's pulling you through. You're in the circumstance, but he's right there with you. You ain't never by yourself. Now, you might want to shoo him away, but I wouldn't advise that. But you ain't never by yourself. He's in there with you. Even in this imperfect situation, again, we serve a perfect God. And as I keep reminding you all about Peter on that water, I say he never asked Jesus to stop the storm. 
He said, if I could just get on the water, get close to you, I think I'll be all right. That's what our mindset all, all should be. When we think about an imperfect life. This is a good time to get closer to Jesus. Because I know that he's going to make everything all right. Let's stop right there. That's all the time that we've got for Monday morning discipleship. Again, I hope that you all are blessed by that. We'll pick it up again on next week. Uh, very quickly, let's give you our tag. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that, go to the ministry's website, www.krjministries.org. If you would like to purchase any of our written works, go to the publishing website, www.krjpublishing.org. Dot com wherever you listen to this podcast right now even if it's on facebook um because you can do that now at our ministries page kelly r jackson ministries uh, but whatever you listen to this podcast wherever you are whatever platform you're listening on we encourage you hit the subscribe button so that you know when new episodes become available and then tell somebody about the podcast if you don't mind share it with them and let them know hey i'm being blessed by this podcast i think you would be too and we would definitely definitely appreciate that Listen, we told you at the beginning, we would tell you about more traditional ways. If you would like to sow into this ministry, you can do so via PayPal at paypal.me forward slash KRJ Ministries. Or you can go to the ministry's website and go through the donate tab. That's going to take you to PayPal as well. Again, www.krjministries.org forward slash donate. Whatever level of support you give us would be appreciated. But again, I always want to stress this. What we'd like you to do more than anything is tell somebody about the Purpose and Beyond podcast. If you're being blessed, don't keep the blessing to yourself. Tell somebody about it, and we would appreciate that level of support. Share it on the social media uh, timeline, by the way, as well. We appreciate that level of support. That's all the time that we got for Monday Morning Discipleship. I pray that you all are blessed by what we had to share on today. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer as always. We'll see you all next time. Be blessed.